gonna go and marry another gay man? I'm like, I was not officially divorced because I remember being like, I'm not even officially divorced yet. I am purely hanging out with a friend who understands and relates and that I can have some connection to at this point. Which you needed. I needed that. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband in Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Okay. I hit it. Sound test. Hit it. Hit Mic it, check. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. <laughs> That's a different. Song. That's the third song y'all have broken Sang into. Today? Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to say what the other ones were? I about? missed the other song Matt was singing. <laughs> One of them Maybe. was inappropriate. It was. Well, that's. Usually. I don't remember how it went. <laughs> appropriate for the situation, but in general, inappropriate. <laughs> what did I even sing? I sang. I only sang part of it. I don't even remember what it was. What was it, Steve? It was just at lunch. I could. I can't say no. You can't. <laughs> so I'm like to the top, let it drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was that. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica still is lost. I still don't know what song it is. Wap. Oh. That's because I refuse to like listen to that whole song. <sighs> I was gonna guess that that's what was song it was, just because Steve said it was inappropriate, so it must have been really inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> and that song is really inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I know what that song is is because some kid was singing it at school. It kept singing it yeah. to Penny behind her back. You can't say behind her back. You'd like, like that. stand behind her yeah. singing it. And she, in class. In class. Or like sit behind her in class and sing it. And she was like, he's singing this song. I know it's not okay. And I didn't know what the song was. Matt did. <laughs> and Matt's like, Penny, if somebody was singing that to somebody at work, it would be. Sexual, sexual harassment. harassment. And they'd be gone. And he's like, so you need to make sure your teacher's aware and whatever to protect yourself and this kid. So she did. Hmm. I know she'd heard it at school. I didn't know that <laughs> Penny's someone a was lot like of, taunting her with it. Weird things happen. This she has. Time. And it's just going to keep going. I mean, it's just like what teenage years and. Well, the kid that grabbed her shirt and wouldn't let go and pulled it up and then tore her shirt. Oh. Like he pulled it up so it was up above her bra. She was freaking out. Yeah. It's legit. It's legit. And then this kid singing that to her, some other kid made a comment about his pencil and the length of it was the same length as his. And that's how he ended it. (laughs) He didn't actually say the words, but. And someone a few years ago. What? Asked her if he if she'd rim him. Oh yeah, something along those lines. What? Yep. Yeah, I think that was actually just last. Uh, maybe I feel like it was a while ago, long enough ago that we were like, "How in the world does a kid in your grade know what that is?" So sad, sad, crazy. So, anyways, (laughs) just lots of learning experiences. She said several things. I'm like, you need to go to the counselor that these kids are saying this because something's not okay somewhere somewhere mm-hmm. in these kids lives but also like things like somebody told her they wanted to harm themselves and things like that <laughs> like, go talk to the counselor right you are not equipped to deal with this i'm glad penny still tells us all this stuff i hope she Man. continues to i hope she does too 
That's why I don't like freak out when she tells me stuff. I just kind of right. It's got to be. You have to respond in a way that doesn't make it calm, cool, collected, uncomfortable. Yeah, or ma- or make it seem like it's a taboo thing. Like, oh, I shouldn't have told my mom that, or I shouldn't have told yes. my dad. That's the goal. Goal. <laughs> Can we please edit that out? <laughs> that was uncalled for. Sorry about that. <laughs> You guys are all joking and jovial today, so I'm just trying to... Excuse my friend, Jessica. (laughs) This is why I can't be funny, is because I'm not really funny. We know. I'm not witty. (laughs) I have funny moments, but I am not witty. It's a whole nother thing. Okay. Anyways. Steve had a story he was going to tell us. Yeah, I did a dumb thing this week. Steve did a dumb thing. Let's change the dumbness over to Steve now. (laughs) I... So I just moved into a new place. Can we talk about Yay! that? Okay. <laughs> I didn't even think about the fact that I would be opening the door to this subject. But... Oh, you already did. People on Instagram have been messaging me. Oh. Yeah. Why did Steve move? <laughs> What's going on? And in person. I've seen a couple people in person who are like, Jessica. What's going on? Can I ask? <laughs> Anyways, you so moved Steve, into a new place. Can they ask? Sure. And will they get an answer? <laughs> that was a little like. <laughs> Jalen and I moved in together. Super exciting. I think it's funny that we did that the week. <laughs> <laughs> Matt is handing You're Steve handing <laughs> the mic drop mic. I live with my boyfriend. <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> yeah, it's been exciting. A couple weeks in now. So wait, you were saying that was the week, was that the week oh, the episode dropped yeah, about where him? I, yeah, where I first talked about Jalen and I was like worried. I was like, after recording, I was like concerned that I had you like jinxed, jinxed our relationship by talking about it. And I was like, crap, what if by the time this airs, we're not even together anymore? But it was ironic that we were moving in together <laughs> when it That aired. week. So I guess I didn't jinx it. I have things I want to say, but tell us your story first and then I am. So we moved into this an apartment that's just I was talking to my mom about it and telling her about the new place and whatever and complaining to her about how it's so not my style that it's all it's very Tuscan and like I didn't know what to do with like it doesn't match my furniture it doesn't match my style like it's I don't know where this is going (laughs) the walls are like yellow and the all the fixtures are rubbed bronze rubbed oil bronze whatever it's called and the granite that's just all very like d- clashes with everything i own but because you um, are very modern you yeah like i like clean lines clean and lines. all every shade of gray gray and, <laughs> and everything teal. gray and gray and yeah teal. <laughs> a little, little pop of color why not yeah but uh and we're making it work it's fine and who cares like it's, it's an amazing apartment and who cares if it's not my style but at the end of that and i just was like going off about how awful it is and who the heck would ever have <laughs> rubbed bronze fixtures and all this stuff and at the end of the conversation she's like steve think about my house for a moment (laughs) she's like i'm not one to easily take offense and it's a good thing because my house is tuscan to a t it is and it fits her perfectly it does it should not be anything else she's like i'm sure i'm gonna love your apartment From everything you just told me about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Steve makes this apartment sound like it's so horrible. Like, there are not yellow walls. I did not notice any the yellow The walls are yellow. Walls. Anyways, the ceiling white. is yellow. The it carpet looks, is yellow. Most people... Or beige or something. Most but. people would 
kill to have the features you have in your house. The granite countertops, the... (laughs) Okay, princess. The color of cupboards. Like, that is the style most people put in their houses. I'm sorry. I just think it's so funny. stupid. But I totally understand. I can't believe I'm listening to this spoiled brat. (laughs) It's not my style either. I get what you're saying. It's just a different style. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. It's stunning. And I about killed to have this apartment. So... Yeah. Just even though it's not my style. <laughs> so today's <laughs> episode is on gratitude. <laughs> Focusing on what we do have and what we can have. Okay, so speaking of that, when I worked with Jalen the first time, like the first time I really talked to Jalen and hung out with him, we were talking about something and I had been eating junk food a lot and I needed to eat healthier. And I was saying, but I keep just going to like McDonald's, McDonald's. And getting french fries or how whatever. many how many times did you have fries this last week five okay <laughs> <laughs> actually I think it was just four <laughs> who's counting who's counting and Jalen was like yeah but couldn't you get something healthy like healthier at the fast food places and I'm like yeah yeah I could <laughs> <laughs> but what's the point and then he's like so maybe you just need to focus on what you can get instead of what you can't. And I'm like, dang it, Jalen, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it a lot now, actually, which is a mindset I always have. But now I'm switching it around fast food places that I eat because I do eat fast food. It's part of my life. So I thank him for that mind shift. <laughs> mindset shift. He's also told me similar things about the style of our apartment. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to keep you in check. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So you're moved in. This Mm -hmm. is the first person you've lived with since me. No, I lived with Sebastian. Like really lived. I mean, it was only, it was a very short relationship, but still. I feel like that... That, it was what is what right were his countertops we got like? Divorced. <laughs> okay, that was his, his, first person I've lived with since I dated you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do that. Which was after I since lived we with Sebastian. Really divorced. Ended our marriage and relationship as a couple. The second time. The yes. second time. This is the first person yeah. you've lived with. Yeah. That's a big deal. I know it is. And I was worried, so, you know. This is the first person that you together, collectively, as a relationship, have gone in and said, hey, we should do this, and let's let's get this place together. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just out of convenience or necessity, which- Which it had been with Sebastian. Sebastian was, but- And I've dated, like, when I dated Tommy, he was, that was long enough that he pretty much was spending- yeah. Every night at my house. But we didn't live together. And when we did actually talk about living together, that's when the crap Thank hit the fan God. and we broke up. So, yes, this is a big deal for me. <laughs> I love that you're busting out all these names and I'm like trying to remember who the heck we're talking about. <laughs> She's a rookie. <laughs> like, man, Steve is like, he's remembers I these names. Oh, I, I thought the look on your face was like, wait a minute. Who is Tommy? I don't remember you dating a Tommy. <laughs> I did that for a second. I'm like, oh, Tommy's the code name. Who was it for? And then I remembered who it was for. Got it. So, yeah, that's a big deal. Oh, so on my end of this, because usually it's Steve's big day when something happens for Matt and I, and now it's my big day because something's <laughs> happening for Steve and Jalen. So let's hear about your big day. Yeah. So I had a big day. <laughs> it wasn't really a day. But week. This is the first time that I've had somebody. Not that 
you're considering him Penny's stepdad or whatever, but he is you now more have... involved in Penny's life than any other partner you have had. Right. So thinking about that, I've been like, am I going to get jealous of the fact that because he helps Penny get ready in the morning. He's mm-hmm. been good about just helping her get her lunch in her lunchbox and making sure she gets some food on the way out the door and whatever before I pick her up for school. And I keep wondering. I was and like, for most I, of that, I'm gone. Yeah, I'm you're gone. Off to work earlier. I was like, am I going to be jealous of this or controlling in any way? I'm happy to say that I'm oh, not. I I've am already, just... I've already warned him. Like, don't let Jessica like claw your eyes out about this. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really. I'm I am kidding. just so grateful that there's somebody there helping my daughter, and it's responsibility off my plate. <laughs> so, super appreciated. And I'm glad I have appreciated that, that so too. far. I've not gotten nervous or jealous or anything. And they've, I mean, they've got a cute little relationship. They have yeah. their own thing going. And it's great. Super appreciated. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. The two of them went and got dinner together the other night. Just they did? the two of them. It wasn't planned. We were supposed to go get it. And I just like was at my wits end for the day. I'm just like, I cannot do another <laughs> freaking thing today. Like, so you took a nap. I curled up in bed and took a nap. And he's like, I'm going to take Penny. She's been begging for Fa for days. She has I'm going to take her to Fa, which he did. I awesome. appreciated it. Well, that's nice. See? And awesome. I love how she gets around him because she just becomes a little chatterbox and goes a million miles a minute, which <laughs> she, it's like she, I mean, clearly that's an indication that she's comfortable with him and enjoys yeah. talking to him and interacting with him. And, and, it's like, ooh, a new person to tell all the things to. And like, <laughs> it was funny the funny. first morning that I picked her up from your new place and mm-hmm. we did like the whole routine. Mm-hmm. He, she woke up late. And so he really did help her quite mm-hmm. a bit that morning. And um, I was so stressed that morning. I messaged him and just told him, thank you. I really appreciate it. And he's like, oh, no problem. He's like, she was so chatty. And I'm like, yes. Mornings when she wakes up happy, she does not shut up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but it was, it was, I was really relieved to hear that because I was so stressed out about the fact that I hadn't planned my day better so that I could be there for the first time getting her <laughs> ready for school. And I mean, it's a, it's a different scenario leaving mm-hmm. a, where we live now versus just walking out the door of the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, Anyway, I was stressed out that I wasn't there to do all that. So when I heard him say how chatty Penny was, I was like, okay, good. She's like, fine. It went fine. She was comfortable. She was comfortable. She wasn't stressed about it. Yeah. <laughs> so She's I, hilarious. I anyway, there's an update for you. Yeah. Before we dive into today's topic. Speaking of updates, I just looked across the room and I see a pile of socks. <laughs> What's the update with those? Where are we at? Where are we at? Yeah, where are we at with those? So I bought all these socks last year. I think it was last year for really cheap. They're Betsy Johnson. I think that's the name of the brand. I really like her. Anyway, <laughs> they were on sale after Christmas. Uh, it was so she like, bought the whole store. <laughs> yeah, I bought a whole bunch of them. It does look like several dozen. Yeah, I think there's 25 pairs over there. Okay. They're Christmas socks. And my intent behind that is that I want to use them this year for Christmas, which we're recording this before Christmas, obviously, to give to people at Christmas time. So I would like to, so you know how we're talking about possibly hosting a New Year's or Christmas Eve 
okay. event, like yeah. a party for people. I really would like to put those in either like a gift card in the pair of socks, just that people can pick a pair and take with them, or like a little gift with something to go mm-hmm. with the socks. Pick a pair. Pick a pair. Pick a pair. Of it. So. I thought, you were say, in a pear tree. I thought you were going to say you were going to monogram H-I-L on them and sell them or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> or laser engrave them. Laser. laser engrave the socks. Just burn holes in them. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no. Okay. So that's There's why, the update. That's why the pile of socks is there. Okay. Can we get into today's topic? Yeah. We ready? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. Did you see what the topic is A today? little bit. A I little read bit. it. It's just more stories. More stories. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs more, more stories more than random stories. what we just went over? <laughs> so this month we're going to be talking more about going through the like divorce process, specifically geared towards what this often looks like for, well, today we're talking about both of us, but the next couple episodes after that are going to be what it looks like for the person who their partner comes out to. So my position in this, I've had a lot of women and honestly, a few men reach out and say, hey. I need some support as the person going as the supportive partner. I want to be supportive, but I really feel like I get overlooked and overshadowed and my story isn't being heard. The person who's coming out's story is the right. one they're, that's they're now usually front and center. they're in the spotlight. Yeah, and it, sometimes they don't want to be, but that's just what happens because you're trying to explain why your marriage ended and that's often the reason in that situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so maybe not specifically this week, but in the next couple of weeks, that's what the topic will be on. Today, we're going to tell some stories, some more untold stories from when Steve and I got divorced that we didn't get in the last one that kind of share some of the emotions and things I went through, the process I went through, which was kind of a, this story that we're going to tell is kind of a weird one. I don't know which one oh, you're we referencing. we should have pulled up a code name for the guy we're going to talk about. Let's call about? him Ben. Oh. Ben. Ben. Okay. Oh, now I know what we're going to talk about. You know Duh. what we're talking Ben. ben. <laughs> Hello. No, Tommy, Sebastian, and Ben. <laughs> Do you want to talk about your stories first or mine? Uh, No, yours. Okay. I'm not sure mine even really fall in the category. They were just things that... I just put them on the list because they were things that other episodes like made me think but of But they this. happened around the time we got divorced, okay. didn't they? Yeah. Okay. That's all I'm wondering. So... During the time Steve and I were getting divorced, well, before we got divorced, there was somebody that Steve went to a support group with who became a really good friend of ours. Right. Um, I so, don't know how much to share of. I can give some of the backstory. There. Okay, you go ahead. So if you recall a couple of weeks ago when we talked about my best, worst, funniest talking to a church leader, when I talked to the bishop in Colorado Springs who said, I don't know what to tell you yet give me a week to do some research and I'll come back to you with some resources. He did. And I don't think I mentioned that in that that episode, but he did come back with some really good resources and put me in touch with an organization that did support groups for gay Mormon men who were striving to stay, keep their covenants and stay active in the church and manage this side of their life. And that's where I met this. Our friend. That's where I met Ben. (laughs) Uh, and, And a few other resources. He put me in touch with a few other things as well. One of which was a, brother in our ward who prior to that had come to him come to the bishop and said i'm gay i'm married i've dealt with this for decades and i've had highs and lows and if there is anyone in this same scenario that ever wants someone to talk to about this feel free to give my name and number which is a big deal for him yeah Mm -hmm. 
to make himself that vulnerable. And I'm trying to remember if I even knew him back then. If I, if I, well, I guess I had, we were so new to the world, I wouldn't have met him. But anyway, that was a huge resource as well. But uh, that was just a little side story. So Ben, <laughs> Ben at the support group is who we're talking about. Yeah. And the support group wasn't even in the city we lived in. So you ended up driving with Ben on occasion, I think, to the yeah, support meetings. Up north to wherever. So was Ben in your Highlands. same ward? Is no, that what ben I heard? No, Ben was not in our ward. He okay. just lived. He was in the in same. Denver? I, yeah, he wasn't in our city. We just would meet him every once in a while. Maybe he for, was. I don't remember. <laughs> he lived somewhere he was within in, an hour in the of state. us. The home yeah. of Ben doesn't matter, I guess. <laughs> he lived no. within an hour of us. And so we would see him and we became good friends. And then, so... Steve and I moved to Oklahoma from Colorado. That's when our marriage fell apart. And I had gone back to Colorado for two weeks to kind of give us some space to figure out our marriage after Steve had had the affair. And during that time, I hung out with Ben a lot because Steve had confided in Ben about what was going on. And so he knew everything. He was one of the few people in my our life that knew, Who knew all the details. Everything that was going on. And on related both sides. to him because and related, yeah. he was in the same situation I was, not with a wife, but yeah. you know, he, he knew what it was like to being gay in the church and trying. Yeah. yeah. So was and he a single was he single at this time? Or was he He was single at this time because he had left his boyfriend. Because he was trying to figure out what he wanted of, to do. Okay. Multiple years. He they broke up and he left and moved here to try and get a start fresh and to get back to being temple worthy and okay so he he knew your circumstance with the fact that he was a member of the church but struggling with being gay yeah within the church and yeah. wanting to be still active in the church and, mm -hmm. and okay. jessica you had met him because he and i had gotten close yeah. enough that we were friends and and we'd become friends not like close friends you, right but you were but you were just like hey if you him. ever want to have him over or whatever i'd love to meet him and so we did he you know so you knew him personally and, yeah and so i'm sure that's why okay he was a clear resource to you when all of a sudden the crap hit the fan in Oklahoma and you needed <laughs> somebody to talk yeah, to. Yeah, you needed, needed someone, someone to talk to who could actually understand and not just give you the deer in the headlights look of like, oh my gosh, what happened? How? Huh? <laughs> so, um, sorry, I keep stealing your platform. You're good. I'm, it's fine. <laughs> I was just trying to get clarification of yeah. just understanding who Ben was and what his relationships were. And, and anyways. It was a little awkward for me because... He had been my support person for so long. Mm -hmm. But now that we were separating and you needed someone to talk to who mm -hmm. could understand and Ben was becoming that person, like all of a sudden I felt like I kind of had to, I kind of felt like, okay, I have plenty of people I can talk to that understand me here. Jessica does not. And Ben yeah. has proven to be someone there. So I'm like, he needs to be team Jessica for a bit. <laughs> not that it's <laughs> picking sides, but no, you needed but... someone and I knew he yeah. could be that for you. And so I... Okay. I was grateful to him for being that for you, even if it meant he and I oh. had to be a little less close. So was I. I was so grateful to have somebody, because like I said, at this point, during those two weeks, our friends knew that I went to stay with, but they had just found out that Steve was gay, that he'd had an affair. Like we unloaded a whole bunch on them. And whereas Ben knew the backstory. The backstory. Steve had told that him when he had the affair. Like he knew, he was more was prepared. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Um, he could actually be of. Yeah. Help. And so I went out with him, <laughs> probably three or four times while I was staying there to just hang out and talk and and get some support. And went out, meaning like you guys we'd went go to and hung dinner, out and did something. We'd okay. Hang out. Yeah. 
I think we watched a movie. I don't remember exactly. I remember one night, and I think I talked about this on the podcast. He was going through a lot of things too. And so we were talking and providing right. each other support. And so like one night he's like, okay, right, we're going to go up into the hills and we're going to throw eggs off of And this story cliff. you have told. I have told this. <laughs> so we would go up and every egg we threw, we had to share something that we were throwing. A meaning behind. Yeah, meaning behind these eggs and whatever. And it was Some fun. emotion or anger or yeah. source of. Whatever yeah. it was you wanted to say and throw. So we had this time and he really did become a great support to me and and continued. And he moved back to Utah shortly after that. And I moved to Boise. So we were in close proximity. And I continued to hang out with him and see him after Steve and I were divorced. And at this point, he was back with his ex. Yeah. He. I think. Yeah, I think they were. I don't know how back together they were. I don't know. They were together together. Because yeah. at some point while we were still in Colorado, he left the support group mm -hmm. and said, I'm, this is futile. Yeah. I'm I'm going to get back with my ex. But it was interesting because everybody thought I was falling in love with Ben. And on some level, I know there was part of me that was like, if by some chance this worked out, because he was still confused. He wasn't sure what he, he wanted. He wanted to be in the church. Part of him wanted to be with a woman just because that's, as Steve felt, that's what you should do. That's what he'd been told his whole life was his path. And so there was like this thing, I think, in both of our heads of, well, maybe this could work out because this other person understands me. But my thing, like. And <laughs> he knew how amazing you had been for me and was yes. just mind blown that I had a wife who actually knew all the details of this side of my life and was still married to me and mm -hmm. still loved me and was. So he actually was really. It was intriguing. Well, I, I was going to say when when you and I were splitting up and I was getting with Sebastian, he was just like, Steve, don't do this. Like you yeah. have the best scenario, like the ideal scenario of a wife that's cool with all this. So mm -hmm. anyway, you were like so, and I think an angel what in his eyes. happens so often at these times is you like if I had still been married to Steve, which I guess I still was, but we weren't wasn't, together. Uh, yeah. This was what I would deem as an emotional affair on some level. Like we were that close at that point that I was confiding and stuff in him. And we snuggled occasionally and like cuddled on the couch watching movies, but nothing beyond that. There was no nothing. But um, no kissing. I don't think so. I don't think we ever kissed. No, and I'm pretty no sure derfing. I could remember. No derfing. <laughs> no derfing. No, that's a word I learned earlier today. No soaking. No, don't bring up soaking. I was just going to say, don't bring up the other word. Ugh, words that I just anyways. learned prior to recording this. <laughs> okay. Why do we always have weird so, words for people to learn? Go don't look learn up. these ones. No, They're if awful. you don't know what they are. I mean, you can go no. look them up in an urban dictionary. I or think it's but. good that people are educated. It's true. Honestly, if your yeah. kids start using these words, your teenagers, you might want to be aware of what they're talking about. You, Correct. You do. Durfing. <laughs> you definitely do. And soaking. We're not going to go into it. Go look them up. Maybe next week. Um, <laughs> back to your story. So, yeah, none of that. Okay. Purely, so, it was a comfortable, easy relationship. A rebound? Yeah, it was basically a rebound. Okay. But I remember like my brother yelling at me about it at one point, getting all up in my face. Well, this is what I would consider like, this is sloppy. This is like sloppy seconds. 
<laughs> I mean, I get I get why your brother was yelling at you. I feel like this is intentional seconds of whatever. He's like, you're just going to go and marry another gay man. I'm like, I am not even, I was not officially divorced because I remember being like, I'm not even officially divorced yet. I am purely hanging out with a friend who understands and relates and that I can, you know, have some connection to at this point. Which you needed. I needed that. I remember going down to Salt Lake. This was like my first solo trip after Penny was born and taking a couple days and I hung out with Ben down there. I stayed at a hotel by myself. I got chilies. I remember getting chili chips and salsa and taking them back to my hotel room on my way home after hanging out with them. I think I hung out with him and his boyfriend at this point and eating them in my hotel bed watching a Christmas movie. Chips and salsa. (laughs) And feeling like it was the most liberating thing ever that's when you know you've hit true self-care like that is a form of self-care like that was what i needed right then and penny was not with you penny was not with me this is my first solo trip without a kid since penny was born and without a partner or anybody yeah Um, and it was so great and i was so grateful i mean i took penny to at some point with them i know penny and i hung out with them we did lunches with them and stuff and it just you know, there was no real, I went out clubbing with them a couple times, dancing, at least with Ben. So were you angry at your brother for having this reaction? <laughs> this is where I wonder if my reaction was my projection or defense of knowing that maybe he was right on some level that I that was. Maybe you, sure, maybe you were. Getting... Maybe I was falling for this guy. Or if it was like, stay out of my business because it's not really any of his business if I decide to have a relationship with another gay man or not. But also there was this idea, and I think some women, well, I think all of us might relate to this in some ways, that I already knew what that type of relationship was like, and it was comfortable. And so I wasn't afraid of being in that situation again. Like I wasn't freaked out by the idea that maybe I would marry another gay man. Also, he still possessed the traits that you had so much admired in me in me when we were together of despite the fact that I'm gay, I'm not giving into that side of myself and I'm choosing to stay in the church and stay worthy and he was in that path. And now I guess well. I'm mixing up my timeline here because I don't know if he was still at that point or not. But. He wasn't. I was in the mix of this with him, of him. And I'm trying to going think of where this was with his, him and his boyfriend. His boyfriend yeah. and all those things. Like that all happened during this time when he and I were trying to figure out what the heck was. Okay. Like I'm trying to figure out my life. He's trying to figure out his. He wasn't with his boyfriend. He was with his boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I wasn't with my husband. I was with my but husband. You're still like, married. It's just all <laughs> We're about to weird. date again, you and I. <laughs> Sounds sloppy. <laughs> Sounds sloppy. <laughs> Fine, Matt. It can be sloppy. <laughs> Maybe sloppy was the best any of us could do in those circumstances. <laughs> and you know what? That's what? okay. I learned a lot from it and I, I got the emotional support I needed. And I think he did too. And realized some things about ourselves along the way. Maybe we but, should interview. Ben. We've talked about that. I've actually thought we should. I think time and time he again. He said he would, but um, he's told me he would. Yeah, or maybe I just told him he would. Well, maybe. <laughs> I think it was more that. Are you still in touch with him? Them occasionally. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I am. So, anyways, that was one of the stories that we haven't really shared around that. And yeah, I mean, I feel like I didn't do anything stupid. I didn't cross any lines I wasn't comfortable with. It was just a. 
relationship that was comfortable and easy and supported me emotionally. So, but when Steve wrote this on the board, he put Jessica falls in love with Ben, <laughs> like, or being in love with Ben. <laughs> And I so, partly and just did that to push your buttons. To mess with me, because you know. I'm trying to remember, though, what my understanding was of all that scenario. And if I just picked up on this, or if I, like, I think you picked- had a conversation with anyone about it other than know. you. But I think I legit, like, started to get a little worried. Like, Jessica, you're getting <laughs> real close to Ben. And, like, you need to be careful. Like, Do you remember what happened? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember being married to me? Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have I was, helped because I was happy when I was married to you. I mean, we had our struggles and issues, but yeah. But do you remember what happened? But also, <laughs> <laughs> you mean like the end part of that relationship? Yeah, <laughs> where, the, where the gay guy is still gay. <laughs> I knew nothing would really happen there. I mean, did you? Yeah. Okay. There's also this part of me, and my somebody brought this up to me once. They're like, "You're the type of person that feels like you could marry a lot of the guys you date. Not every guy I date, but I don't know if that's just because I am easygoing or adaptive or you definitely are those things. Whatever that I just am like, yeah, I could, I could make that work. I could be happy in that you, situation. So you're telling me I'm not a one in a million? No, Matt. This is the other thing. Though, <laughs> you're one in two, Matt. After every guy I went on dates with, I would go home and tell my mom, Matt Fruit needs to break up with his girlfriend and marry me. Matt Fruit just needs to break up with his girlfriend and marry me. So you were the ideal. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> the other guys would have... I could have figured it out, but... <laughs> Do you feel better yeah, now, babe? You're, you're sassy today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. A I little love bit. it when Matt's sassy. <laughs> Too bad this isn't video recorded because you're missing all Matt's facial expressions. It is an option we just talked about is possibly yeah. starting to film these. But... If we filmed these, would you watch? Yeah, actually, tell us that. It's we an added expense, but we have thought about doing this for a long time, and we want to know if we expense to us, not expense you. Expense to us, not to you. Although we could could have a <laughs> membership, you could help finance that expense. <laughs> Anyways, if we started filming them, would you guys want to watch them? That would actually be very helpful if you would please let us know that. Yeah, I've you never watched a podcast. All of my facial I expressions. <laughs> <laughs> And Steve in his blanket and <laughs> my comfy chair. Yeah. His comfy chair. I'm trying to think if there were other stories that I wanted to share about being the person on the side where where your partner comes out to you. And <laughs> I mean, you came out to me long before we got divorced. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, their experience is the person comes out right before they get divorced or, or as they're getting divorced and it's or after. because their affair is now out in the yes. open or something yeah and that causes for emotional charged conversations that is just it is going to be a little more emotionally charged i would yeah. believe but at the same time there is still a lot of the same like mourning process that you go through even finding out that your partner's gay like there's a mourning process of realizing you're not going to have the relationship you thought you were going to have it, Correct. It changes the dynamic, even if you still have a great it, relationship like we did. And it can be pretty, like, I mean, that shakes your your foundation to find out that yes. this person is not. There's a big I won't say is not who you thought they were, but this person is different than you thought they were. The mm-hmm. way you have always pictured this person is now changed. Yeah. And 
<laughs> speaking to that, I wasn't actually going to bring this up, but I am offering a group coaching program that is going to be walking people through, and specifically women in my situation when I was married to Steve, where your partner comes out, helping you figure this out of what do the next steps look like for you? How do you process this for you? What does this look like for you? How do you show up in your marriage if, or relationship if you stay together? How do you co-parent together? Like all of those things. So if you um, are interested in that, go to the link in our show notes and you can get more information on that. And you have been so good for so many women in that scenario. Like I've seen it. Mm -hmm. I've, I've so many people who have benefited from just talking through what this is like for them and getting some idea of how to move forward. Yeah. And I think it's important to realize, like, I'm not here to push what I did onto you. I genuinely, the goal of coaching is to help you figure out what it is you want. And I think it's cool that we can do this in a group of people who are going through, like, not like-minded people. That always drives me nuts now. You want to be in a community with like-minded people. I'm like, no, I want to be in a community with people who help me think differently, who help me grow <laughs> grow but people who are going through a similar experience and to see how different people are handling it because there right. are things that you will do the same and there are things you will do different so i'm really excited about this guys so if you are interested go to our show notes the link will be there for you cool. to get signed up steve did you want to share any stories sure um we have time for like one more okay so this had come from an episode where i think matt you had asked the question of did i feel any particular support from so when we were talking about support from people in Jessica's family or who was there for me when I was going through, we were talking about like the, the side of it that was traumatic for me, which was kind of a new concept that I was the one, I was the offender, you know, I was the yeah. one that had the affair, but how I still like had my own struggles with that. But this story is something we touched on, but I didn't share. But when we were dating Jessica, it was facing coming back and facing your family was so hard for me. When we were dating the second, the second time. time. <laughs> Sorry, when like, we were dating the second you time. You were scared to be my family when we were dating, but you're talking post-divorce. After we were divorced, and I had had this relationship with Sebastian, and I had moved back to Boise, mm -hmm. seeing your family again. And we'd already talked about when I first saw your parents and when I saw Zach and Carly. So now, seeing Jed and Heather, we went to their house in Utah, and it was a holiday or something. I don't know if this was, I, this was the first time I'd seen them, but it was at least the first time I'd been back to their house. And I was just like so dreading that walking, interaction. That interaction of, I just, because I just felt so small and so like I'd screwed up, you know? I had divorced you, I'd left you, had this affair and had this whole other relationship. And now I was back with you trying to mend things and trying to get back. Hey. to where we had been and hey guys I'm back and you know and and I just like being in their house I was just like so uncomfortable just like on the verge of tears the whole time because I just felt I don't know I just I just was imagining how I would be viewing me if I were them and which probably was not as harsh as they were viewing me and come to find out it wasn't but one particular interaction with Heather in their kitchen it was just she and I up there and I uh just it was you know, since it was just the two of us, I just took the chance to say, hey, I just want to tell you thank you for having me back in your home and for welcoming me back. And I don't know if she broke down or I broke down, but she was, and I don't know exactly what she said, but whatever it was, it got the message across to me of like, Steve, of course you are welcome back here. And if you are still one of our people and like, 
you know, she just made it clear that she didn't harbor, she wasn't angry at me or resentful and that she was still a support for me and just got that message across and whatever it was that she said that just kind of lifted that burden for me and kind of put me at ease to like be myself a little bit again around them and to know that it's okay. Like they know where I've been. They know what Jessica and I have been through and they're, they're still in my corner. And that was something I very much needed, needed to hear in that moment. Yeah, for sure. We've got good people in our lives (laughs) (laughs) on all the sides, all the sides. Those stories didn't match up very well. That was a very big change of energy in our episode all of a sudden. <laughs> that's okay. We tend to do that a lot, and that's all right. Yeah, it seems like... You can the, carry all the emotions. It's a lot of what you guys were going through at this time. You had so many highs and lows. And, yeah. yeah. And needing people Support. that supported us. I mean, we knew of ourselves that we were going to be okay. I think both Steve and I maybe more so me than Steve, knew we were going to be all right. I second that. (laughs) More you than me. And why do you say that? Well, Steve Steve was very hard on himself. And like we've talked about, he was not in a good mental place. And it... And... Yeah, my mental health was in the tanks. And it always amazed me, Jessica, how you just had this even killed. Like, it's going to be okay. Like, whatever it ends up being, it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. And it amazed me that you had that because I didn't have that. I just had like this constant dread and anxiety and like, what's going to happen and where's this going and how did we end up here? And you just always had this just calming effect of it's going to be, it's going to be okay. Those are like our two personalities in a nutshell. But this was like the extreme of both of our our personalities at the time, Mm -hmm. like putting it to the test of, okay, now how do these play out in this situation? So it was a good balance. But I, yeah, I was just grateful to have people that affirmed that we were okay and helped us see that along the way. Mm So. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a wrap. Happy New Year. This is the first week of January that this is dropping. That's crazy. 2020. Happy New Year to you. <laughs> yeah, crazy. And 2022. 2022. And if you want to start your 2022 off with me, go check that link in our bio or in our show notes. It's in the bio on Instagram too, but the bio of our show notes or the no- <laughs> whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> Hey everyone, for the takeaway this week, we just wanted to really let you guys know that it is so important to love yourselves. We change, our bodies change, things change. And so we got to learn to love ourselves in a new way, no matter what phase of life. And don't let anybody tell you where you should be at or what you should be doing. You pay attention to what feels right for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go share it on social media. Take a screenshot, tag husband-in-law. And if you have a question, go to Apple Podcasts and put a rating and review and write the question in the review. We will be sure to answer it for you. 